0: What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the Sweat Local podcast brought to you by Movement Strength. My name is Isaac, and today my virtual guest, first virtual guest, is someone you guys know oh so well, and he's been on the podcast a few times now, Mr. William Hogendorn. Thanks for having on, my man. What's going on, guys? Uh, so, you and I have been talking, obviously, quite a bit back and forth about just programming and how that kind of all changes now that so many of us are not actually in the gym. And just to give some people some perspective about what we're talking about in London, Ontario, in lots of parts of Canada, in lots of parts of the world um, the majority of gyms are shutting down. And what's really cool. The majority of gyms are creating some sort of remote programming for um, their members. So their members don't just do nothing and binge watch Love is Blind on Netflix. So what Will and I wanted to do today was kind of just jam on what we're doing and maybe the approach we're taking is, is a little bit different, but we're, we're, we're proud of it. So um, I don't necessarily have like a leading question to ask you first, Will. It's more of just when you were presented with this issue of, okay, I have to program for a vast majority of people at home how have you sort of approached that?
1: Yeah. Excuse me. Let me say, first of all, that uh, it's actually really exciting and equally nerve-wracking um, <laughs> yeah. because the things I would normally think about, oh, yeah, we can do barbell squats and whatever. We can go outside. Uh, we can't do those things. I also don't know how much space someone has in their house. <laughs> I don't know if they have carpet everywhere and they don't have really a place to like, jump around. Yeah. Um, So what people need to appreciate and understand right away is it's exciting because it's a new challenge and it's exciting to be able to stand up to the challenge and still provide a service for people that is going to help them. But it's equally nerve wracking because it's like, what do we do? (laughs) What do we do? That's not burpees and air squats every single day. Right. Um, (laughs) So, uh, yeah, Um, I think what I wanted to talk about a little bit going off of that is, um, I think everyone's a little bit nervous right now because they're like, well, what am I going to do? I can't go to the gym. Um, I'm not living in SoCal where I can go outside on the beach and hit up Muscle Beach and run around. Um, And the reality is like, this is going to be a challenging time for us. And I don't say that to scare people or to demotivate you, but um, there needs to be some reality to look at our situation and have some acceptance. I'm not going to be able to go to the gym for... We don't know how long right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and to have some acceptance with that and, and to, to allow that acceptance to allow you to be creative. What can I do? How can I interact? How can I move differently than I did before? I mean, personally, what I hear every day of my life as a coach is, my mobility sucks X. I have tight hamstrings X. My squat sucks X. I can't put my arms overhead. I have frozen shoulder there is zero excuse for people to not be working on their mobility de- deficits right now. Mm-hmm. What else can you be doing? Like yeah. do it, become more mobile, become better with your joint rotations, move better. Like there's no excuse right now. So I'm really excited because people can take this as a challenge and really work on areas that they normally don't work on.
0: Yeah, no, it is That's- funny when people, yeah. Like when people use just time as an excuse, right? Cause I know I'm King of saying that, like I have horrible shoulder mobility and uh, Will will give me a bunch of things to increase that. And I'll be like, man, I don't have time for that. Now you're like, yeah, tell, tell me to my face that you don't have time. Yeah, Everybody has so much more time right now. So there's no excuse to not just do your mobility, but just move in general. Absolutely. There's so
1: much we can still do. Um Yeah. I think about like all the people I see right now on social media who are complaining about their situation or finding a way to still do what they normally do. So for example, like I follow a lot of bodybuilders and they're all like, yeah, good thing. I got all my dumbbells at home. I can still do my bicep curls and overhead (laughs) presses. And it's like, Okay. So for the last 18 years, you've been training a certain methodology and now you're going to fight tooth and nails to keep doing the same methodology. Yeah. Or I see, I see hardcore crossfitters who have like a barbell set up in their gym. It's like, maybe you should take this time to do something different. And that's a good thing. That's actually a really healthy thing. The body is meant to be a generalized, um, function or a a generalized system. Humans are not good at specialists. I'll give you my favorite evolutionary context context example. No human ever in history took a rock, whipped it at a tiger to kill it for meat, ran over, got the rock, went back 50 paces backwards, and continued to throw the the rock at the dead tiger (laughs) again and again and again. Uh, You would do it three or four times to get your kill and you'd eat. What do humans do nowadays? They play baseball and they destroy their shoulders because we're not meant to be specialists. Yeah. Do you think you should be snatching every single day a barbell? Do you think that's going to be good for you? No, humans are generalists, and so right now, play the generalist card. Do different things. That doesn't mean mm-hmm. you don't throw baseballs. It doesn't mean you don't barbell snatch. It means the more generalist you are, the healthier you are going to be.
0: Even when you're looking at you know professional athletes, they're not an NHL player isn't playing every single day, or a baseball player. Although their seasons are long, they're not throwing. Um, every single day, like they have a ton of pitchers, uh, a ton of relief pitchers, or they have the off season. If you look at Olympic weightlifting, there's a lot of times in their cycles where they're not doing any Olympic lifts. They're not snatching or clean and jerking. They're just focusing on different areas of fitness. So yeah. to your point, right? Like if you're a crossfitter, or if you're a bodybuilder, it doesn't necessarily mean that 12 months out of the year, you have to do that one type of fitness. So mm-hmm. it is kind of cool. This is, in a sense really forcing our hand to try something new but we should take that as a not necessarily as a challenge but like as an opportunity to express movement through different patterns which I'm sure you're sitting like when this was happening and people are freaking out about how they're going to go to the gym you're like the world children the world is my gym (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's right. And like, let me put on one more tidbit and I want this to be, it might not sound inspirational, but this is meant to be challenging and inspirational. And, um, if it comes across a little bit harsher, I'm sorry, but what this at home workout time for people is more than anything is it's a big wake up to big wake up call to what you can actually do with the function of your body. So I'm going to give you some examples people are saying, ah, oh, there's not a lot of things that I can do. Well, guess what? If you have strong and functional shoulders, functional, what does that mean? If you have strong and mobile shoulders and like say a relatively body, uh, healthy body weight, you can do handstand pushups. It doesn't have to be against the wall. It could be with your, your, your toes on the floor. There's a lot of shoulder exercises certain people can do and certain people can't. Yeah. If we're doing a lot of things on the floor and you have a hard time sitting on the floor because your hips don't rotate like they should, It's like, that's a bad, that's a bad day, but Mm -hmm. it's a good realization. It's a good wake up call for you. Cause here's the thing about the gym, the gym while it's fancy or sorry, well, the gym while it's amazing is fancy and cushy we're able to do things to compensate. So it's like, Oh, you don't have hips that rotate very well. Okay. We'll have you squat to this bench or we'll have you do these different things that will accommodate you. And that's a good thing. I don't want you to get the wrong impression. It's a good thing to accommodate people, but we also want to be empowering people and making them better. And if in this time you're like, Holy cow, I don't have a lot to do. It's because your movement is restricted. It's because you don't actually have a lot of freedom. And that's something we need to we need to think about quite seriously. What are the training protocols I'm currently doing? How am I living my lifestyle? Because honestly, for me right now, I can do handstand workouts. I can do lower body workouts. I can do core workouts. I can do mobility workouts. I can do anything right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, and I'm not trying to um, put anyone down, if you're lacking something and there could have been decisions that led to that, now it's like, oh, this is tough. This is a bad day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. It's very true. I mean, not to say I'm, I'm struggling. I am a lot more one-minded when it comes to movement than you are, like you can do it all. Um, but like the way I'm looking at this is, Hey, do you know what? I've been wanting to run more. Um, I have a few races in the summer that I want to get ready for. And it's like, all right, Isaac, now you have no other option than to just focus on your running or take this time to focus on your mobility. So and it's getting warmer outside. So that's great. It is right. And it's getting in the, it's getting in the fives, the plus fives, which is, which is awesome. Um, so I don't know if there's anything else you want to touch on before we go sort of into like the specifics of, um, what you did for even just our programming in the first week. Cause that's yeah. kind of where we're at right now. And then how you're starting to think about, you know, next week and then maybe the week after that. And then when things start to get like more repetitive for people, like what your what you're sort of thinking is on how you can keep things fresh.
1: Yeah. Let me tell you right now, there is going to be some element of repetition. Of course. But here's the deal on that. And listen, how excited I am. Um, (laughs) People do repetition every week at the gym anyways. We go to the gym and we barbell squat every single week. We go to the gym and we row and we assault bike. But people don't find that boring because it's the sexy, fun stuff. Yeah. I say, hey, go go home and do these workouts. Be like, oh, this is boring. But it's like people are already doing a form of repetition. So so it's like it's just the perception on what we're doing. And that's what we got to wrap our minds around. But totally. Um, so the program. So what my goal is as best possible is not to emulate what we're doing because we cannot emulate what we would normally do in the gym. This is different. But it's, it's to stress as best possible areas of the body on a themed basis. What mm-hmm. does that mean? So Wednesday this week we had an upper body focus. Today we had a lower body focus. Tuesday and Friday are full body focuses. What that allows us to do is do a fairly tough workout, give a lot of energy to our our given day and come back and do the next day. Because if I'm catering to the clientele of our gym and say someone wants to work out every day, I can't absolutely annihilate them every day because then they can't keep going. And that's we right. want them to keep going. My goal is not to destroy people. That's that's a, a, a very common thing that society tries to tell us. Destroy your body, work absolutely as hard as you can, puke on the floor. That's terrible for you. That is what it is. So when I say, hey, let's have a tough upper body day. There wasn't a lot of legs because today we torched our legs. That's right. But you know what tomorrow is going to be? It's going to be a full body focus that does have some legs, but not so much that we're overtraining them or, or just going too far in that direction. So that's the first thing I have to think about is what is our theme going to look like? Are we still hitting our areas of strength and conditioning as best possible? Are we having a horizontal push-pull of some kind? Are we getting overhead work, which is really challenging right now, Yeah. right? Um, Are we doing squatting, hinging, core work? And maybe we spend more time doing core work, which we are, but that's what I'm thinking about. Are we still able to generally hit these things um, in a little bit of a different way? A last little challenge is um, to be very open and candid with people. Um, Our live workouts need to be entertaining for you guys. (laughs) <laughs> they can't be boring. They're and so, so when good, you guys though. are watching me, I, I have a different persona than you guys normally it's see so when you come to my class. I'm Will90X, <laughs> and man, like, it's cheesy. It's cheesy 90s fitness almost. Yeah, but it's really Horton
0: over here. Yeah,
1: that's right, really Horton. <laughs> but it's fun, and it's different. It's keeping you guys engaged. It's making you feel like you're working out with me. And so I can't say, hey, guys, let's do a 15-minute AMRAP of burpees, blah, 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 blah. Because yeah. you know what? That's going to feel... Just boring. You're going yeah. to be doing a 15 minute AMRAP by yourself. You're going to watch me. I'm going to be dying. I'm not going to be able to maintain my vibe, my energy. It's not going to be a good experience. So, also in this element, uh, also in the equation is is what is going to be as best as I can see a good feeling session for people.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, and it, you know, I really appreciate how you're looking at this Um, probably a lot differently than uh, a lot of other gyms that I'm seeing out there right now where. I don't know if there's necessarily like a method behind their madness Um, and one of the reasons that I know that is because if you want to create a really good program it's not like you're just gonna do that in an hour like you need to spend some time putting some thought into it and um, you know we had the foresight that something was going to happen so um we've had will working on a remote program for for quite a while now and since we already have some remote clients um it just worked out that way as well where we can put some pieces together so this isn't just a let's go crazy hard every single day to destroy ourselves because first off that's not what we do at the gym like at movement strength to begin with and that's not what your body needs and lastly you really shouldn't be destroying your body right now when like the, everyone's main goal should try to be to keep their immune system as healthy as possible. If Correct. we're just doing like race-pace five kilometer runs every day or hardcore um four-time AMRAPs or whatever it is, like you're gonna beat your body up pretty quickly. So yep, nothing should it. change just because we're home all the time now.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: um, just to be very open with everybody. So I had a I had a combo with Will yesterday, and I'm like, hey man. So I was doing the classes. They're really good. So entertaining. Like, I, I feel like I'm getting a core exercise, but just laughing at, at will entertaining the class, which is amazing. But I'm like, I feel like maybe we should toss in some, uh, like chipper style workouts where it would be, you know, you do 40 burpees, then 20 push ups, then 50 air squats that literally just came off the top of my head. So don't judge that horribly programmed workout. Um, and I'm like, then that way there's just, it ramps up the intensity And will challenge me. And he's like, you know, you need to think of it not just as a program that people are doing on their own, but if they're trying to do something live with me, that would just be a horrible experience for people. Maybe I'm finishing after them. Maybe I'm finishing before them. Maybe they feel like they need to try to keep up with me or um, they're waiting for me to finish. Like, it's just not a good experience. And then that's when it kind of gave me the light bulb moment where I'm like, man, we need to hop on a podcast to let other people know what's going on. Because you guys need to know that Will, with our program that we have, there's like legitimate methods behind his madness. So um, first three days, or I guess this is fourth day. Fourth day. We've had third a day, ton. Third day. Third day? I don't even yeah. know. What, where are we now? Uh, <laughs> we've had a ton of positive feedback from our members. People are really, really enjoying it. Um, so good job. Really, really good job. I've I've revised this week's program probably five
1: times. Yeah. yeah. I wrote it initially last week. I wrote it again. I changed again. I changed again. Um, cause I, I really want to be as good of an experience as possible. And some other coaches might be like, wow, you suck at programming. Will," because you had to do this five times. The other reality is like, if you write something once and you leave, it, it's like, is that truly good? I don't That's know. Right. I don't know. Like I, I actually, I changed today's workout that we just did that. I just did, which was, I think a fun workout. I changed it last night. Um, I made changes to it. Cause, uh, as I did the previous two days, I was like, ah, oh, these are, these are things we got to change. Yeah. Um, but just to like, I'm not trying to give myself pity, but just for people to kind of try and, um, understand our perspective. Cause we want to provide people with the best experience we can right now. Let's do a little thought experiment. You and I. Yeah. Okay. Isaac, <clears throat> we haven't worked out. I'm it's, nervous. Monday. It, it's Monday. Okay. Oh, thought experiment. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's just start off. Uh, what are you gonna do for your working on Monday? Isaac, just give me some examples. Tell me like a, tell me like a muscle group that you want to work out.
0: Uh, I'm gonna work out chest. Okay, so what are you gonna do for your chest muscles? We do like some uh, push-ups. Yeah. Um, maybe some burpees to get okay. some aerobic work in there as well. Okay. Uh, some soup can flies. Just soup can flies. Soup cans on either side. Do that okay. fly motion. Okay. And that's and all. How, I, are you,
1: how are you gonna make that workout 30 minutes long? <laughs>
0: uh, I'm gonna do a, like like two push-ups a minute <laughs> for 30 minutes. Okay.
1: <laughs> Moving on Tuesday. What are you gonna do for Tuesday? What muscle groups are gonna work out?
0: um i'm gonna do i'm not gonna say shoulders because i would have no idea actually yeah i'm gonna do shoulders so i'm gonna do like some handstand push-ups i only got like 10 in me but i'm
1: programming for a class they can't do handstand push-ups from home so how am i gonna work out their shoulders
0: uh maybe like a a bear crawl but you only have five two meters because you don't know how big people's houses are
1: yeah yeah who knows okay wednesday what are you gonna do uh, legs legs okay how are you gonna work at your legs
0: uh, i'm just gonna say exactly what we did today <laughs> <laughs>
1: you can't do that
0: <laughs> Going to do lunges and squats
1: so my my all my point is with this right is like uh it can be really easy to make a program that's ineffective and it can be equally really hard to make a program which is fun stimulating lasts a certain amount of time not too repetitive um, It's challenging, and this is yeah. this is really this is really challenging me, challenging me quite a lot. And so, like, I'm open to feedback. Actually, a coach messaged me last night, and they're like, "Hey, can I give you some suggestions?" And I was like, "Absolutely." And uh, the person uh, gave me some things that, like, I hadn't even thought about right now because I'm so just like coughing in my mind. It was like, "Hey, do like a ladder where you're gonna do one rep, two reps, all the way to ten, and each time you're like increase reps." I was like, "Man, I'm so zoned in on trying to do things right now. I didn't even think about that." Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, we want feedback, help us out, help with the community. Um,
0: because, uh, there is a lot of things we can do. Yeah. And it's, you know, the, the, the thing that we need to think about as well is when you attend a class, the first five to 10 minutes of that class for our gym anyways, is like introductions, question of the day, explaining the workout. Whereas when you hop on to a live class or you're watching a pre-recorded class, um, that doesn't really exist as much because you're not going to tell everyone what they're doing that day and then just let them go. Cause there's no way they're going to remember that. Yeah. So it's almost like that's happening during the class and that, um, that takes off a lot of time. So you've now have this hour class, you take away 10 minutes. We're at 50 minutes. Um, if you think of like people getting their weights or putting their weights away, all that time together is probably like another 10 minutes. To be honest, people cleaning their equipment, so, like, realistically, the amount of time people are working in a class is, like, 35, 40 minutes tops. Absolutely. Yeah. Whereas now what you're trying to do is, like, pure movements for 45 minutes to 60 minutes, which is really, really hard. But I think you are doing a really, really good job. job. Yep. Yeah, pure fitness. Yeah. So, um, one thing uh, – oh, I lost my train of thought. It's going to come back to me. Human movement. Mm-hmm. So, that's a program that's unique to – to movement strength um, and what's cool about that is although there are some different uh, types of equipment you would need it's definitely not like a standard um, you know build and sweat class or you know CrossFit class per se or Olympic weightlifting um, so do you think that type of class would be popular in a remote setting and is that something that maybe we'll see in the coming weeks I don't know. Maybe this is a leading question I'm, I'm not trying to be a dick how can I know what people want to do <laughs> Do
1: I think it will be successful? I don't know. Um, I would love it to be. Like we said earlier, now's the time. Now's time for people working at home, people who aren't working. Make your joints and body function better. I've said it so many times before. When your joints work better, everything works better and everything's easier. Um, But the other reality is, here's what I know about people. And again, I'm not trying to discourage people because this is the way I don't want it to be. But right now, or I shouldn't say right now, prior to COVID, People don't focus on that stuff, and it's because yeah. they want to focus on the glamorous stuff. I want to do, be doing my squats and my weightlifting and my handstands. I don't want to be working on my wrist rotational ability and my shoulder extension because it's whatever quote, boring, it's quote, yeah. hard, it's quote, time consuming. So, I've seen this for like a decade. It's it's hard for people to do that stuff, even though I know it's the most rewarding rewarding, and it's the best for people to do. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't want to sit here and say, oh yeah, people are going to do that now because yeah. it's hard. People are going to do it's easy. People are just going to hop sure. on Netflix. I don't want you to. I want to challenge you. I want to say, do something different and yep. make your body move better in this time because the reality is too, you don't need anything. Yeah. You're, you can create a better functioning body working out with me online. All you might need for some movements is like a broomstick, but otherwise you need intention and you just need some space. Um, and that's the beauty about human, human movement is uh, the human body is a load. You can use this body's load to increase your movement capacity. Um, but it takes diligence. It takes patience. It takes commitment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it's so true though, that like everyone says they want it, but when we actually give it to them, not a lot of people follow through with it. When I look at our um our live classes that we've done, not to say we've been doing it for weeks and weeks, but you know, the the few that we've done already. Um, you know, maybe we have, let's say, 25 people logged on. And then when we get to the stretching, boom, five people log off. They're like, oh, I'm done. I got my sweat in. And it's like, no. Like we're trying to what we were trying to do with that is ease people into it. Um, and like it's just guys, it's, Do your stretches. Do your human movement. Not to say that those two things are the same, but um, yeah. Can I I preach for a second? Please preach. And and
1: then we'll wrap this up so we can keep this quick for people. Because people aren't coming to the gym right now. They're not getting their Will Hogan on preachers every week. So here it is. It's true. We need it. Um, I heard about this concept from a coach and I really like it. It's the concept of what a practice is, quote, practice, and how it benefits you as a person. So... Here's like a hierarchy of really difficult practices, martial arts, jujitsu, stuff like that. I would say next would be something like uh, really intense m- mobility training, like functional range condition, conditioning. Next would be handstand training. Very difficult. Next would be Olympic weightlifting next, or even before that higher would be things like chess. Okay. Um, and yes, there, some of these things are harder than the others. And it's because... There's a level of instant gratification that is harder and harder and lesser accessible um, with these things like martial arts. If you want to be good at martial art, you got to do that a lot and you got to suck for a long time. Mobility training. If you suck right now, you just got to work at it. Handstand training, I think is harder than Olympic weightlifting because it's uh, there is a a higher mobility and patience piece, whereas weightlifting and weightlifters don't get angry at me. It's very difficult. It's very noble. It's awesome. I like weightlifting. Um, But there is a little bit quicker instant gratification because you can use a barbell relatively quickly. You can start to get weights on there. And so it fuels people. And that's why we see people more doing Olympic weightlifting than handstand training. Handstand training is really hard. Chess. Chess is really hard to be good at. No one plays chess anymore except for Mike Gonzalez. (laughs) (laughs) And he Olympic weightlifts. So what am I trying to get at? The harder a practice is, the less people do it because it's difficult to get the skills. But what does the act of having a practice give you? It teaches you how to learn a system, how to be patient. It teaches you things like diligence, how hard work pays off. It shows you what the long-term work towards something can accomplish. Mm-hmm. But most people want the short-term. I want to just do my—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm not trying to bash us, but the build and sweat class, or I yeah. want to do a CrossFit class, or I want to do a spin class. It's instant gratifying. It's easy. But here's what it doesn't have: it doesn't have sustained, long-term benefits unless you do it all the time. Yeah. But these other things, martial arts, handstand, Olympic weightlifting, um, these things are going to give you assets that aren't even what you're training. Yeah. Like by training Olympic weightlifting, like I see this in Brianna a lot. She's got, and maybe she had this before too. And it's why she's a great weightlifter. She's got patience. She's got trust in her coach. She's got long-term vision. She knows not every day she needs to go hard. And so when you have a practice, um, and you devote yourself to that practice, there's so many positive things to take away. And that's my challenge for people listening to this. Start your practice now seriously. Don't do it for two weeks and stop. Do it for a year. Do mobility, handstands, or when the gyms open up, weightlifting, and commit to it. And if you truly commit, everyone I have ever met or know about who has a practice long-term, man, they're always so much
0: better off. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's great. I mean, I have other questions, but I don't want to ask them because that was the perfect way to end it. We will have cool. to continue this conversation on another podcast. Awesome. Um, have a good day, guys. Yeah. So before we end, is there anything else you got? No, that was my preach. That was your preach. You got it all out. Have a practice. Be a
1: practitioner.
0: <laughs> is that your Edo Portal impersonation? That was a really bad Edel Portal voice. Yeah, that, was, that was great. That was really good. Uh, well, thank you, Will, for, for hopping on and explaining what's going on. Um, for everyone else listening, if you of course have any feedback regarding, um, the programming that you're receiving, anything that you'd like to see a little bit more of, please don't hesitate to, to reach out and ask, but just know that there is a method behind the madness. We're not just throwing this program together and we are putting a ton of thought into it. So have the best day ever. Stay safe and we will chat soon. Bye sweat for now. local, sweat, And sweat local. Bye for now.